0: Welcome to this episode of Black Beat Podcast. My name is John Washington, and I'm the CEO and Editor-in-Chief of Flawson Media, and I'll be your host for today's show, where we, as always, take an unapologetically Black approach to telling the stories that are significant in advancing the connectivity of our community. For those of you seeking for wellness and clarity to get through these trying times, we want to introduce somebody to you. I brought to you today to Jacqueline Johnson, the owner of J Spa in Eugene, Oregon, who is also a licensed massage therapist, which I'm glad to hear, who works with the University of Oregon. And I'm glad to hear that too. Hey, welcome, sister. How are you doing today?
1: I'm doing well. Thank you for having me.
0: <laughs> but if I'd have known you was a massage therapist too, we would have probably met a whole lot sooner than this, <laughs> there, you know. Uh, you know, sister. You know, I am so glad to have the opportunity to talk to you about your spa. How's it been going these days? I mean, what's it, in light of the pandemic and that kind of stuff? If you guys tell us a little bit about your 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 business and your and your journey.
1: Um, well, I've opened the J Spa. We've been open now for about three years, and um, I initially opened the spa because um, I've been here in Eugene for about eleven years when I first moved here. It was really hard just to find some of the basic necessities um, for skincare, hair care products. And I want, instead of complaining about the problem, I wanted to find a solution for it. So um, that was kind of what prompted me to open up the J Spa. We are a multi-ethnic beauty supply um, retail store as well as a full service day spa. Um, so we, you know, we, do the full gamut. And um, as far as what's happening during COVID, I think it, ironically, we've been doing really good in our revenue sales. Um, and I think a lot of people during this time of stillness <laughs> have been focusing on self-care. And so we've had a lot of services, um, people coming in from side services and just trying to take care of, themselves during this such stressful time so we we've, we've actually been some of the lucky lucky businesses um during this pandemic
0: have you always uh been involved in beauty care and and uh, health care and all that kind of stuff you know how far back you can remember when you shifted into that wellness approach to life
1: well i i've been a massage therapist for almost 20 years now so Oh
0: wow year, sister.
1: yeah you're 17 for me um you almost year 18 and so Um, so yeah, I've been in the industry for quite a while. Um, I've been an athlete for all my, basically all my life. So that was kind of what made, made the shift for me. I've never had massage therapy until I went off to college, was a track athlete. And I was like, what? I've been missing this all my life. So, um, I was curious to learn more. And once I did, I was, I was hooked.
0: (laughs) Did you run down Jacqueline at the, at the U of O?
1: No, I'm a Gamecock. I went to the uh, University of South Carolina.
0: So, oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't go down there neither. I mean, although I, honey, I, I played at Rutgers University myself.
1: Oh, okay. You
0: know? So, yeah, yeah, right on. So, did you work in the athletic field for a while with, with the uh, the wellness approach to, to this thing that you're doing now? Or?
1: Yeah, so um, basically my background is sports uh, physiology, and oh, um, so... After college, I actually uh, coached track and field at the University of South Carolina. I was a sprints sprints and hurdles coach there, as well as the the head massage therapist for the track team. And then I came up here and was a volunteer sprints and hurdles coach here at U of O and and currently the lead massage therapist um, for U of O athletics. So... Yeah, had a long history in, in. Yeah, yeah,
0: one, two, three, snap, right. <laughs> I ain't bad at That's you.
1: Fine. Fine, <laughs> but... no back in the day with
0: me. It was one, two, three, snap. You know? <laughs> I ran the intermediates in high school. You know, I, I couldn't couldn't get it all figured out in college. You know, because they had us packed. You know, that ball was a different kind of deal. You know, but I did really enjoy the hurdles. I remember back then, Nehemiah Johnson, all them cats. You know, and oh, yeah. yes. I'm looking at them them 12 threes and twelve. 12-eighths and all of that. So I really did enjoy that track game. You know, I wish I had stuck with it a little bit more, but y'all was a special breed, you know. But I was a rabbit catcher, though. You know, I coached you know, always say, Well, boy, see that man out there? He kind of fast. You think you can get him in there? You know, as Sam, I had no choice. You know, as a linebacker, that's the way it worked, right, Jacqueline? So, um, but I got all kinds of neck injuries and, and all that kind of stuff over the years, you know, so it would probably behoove me to come down there and see you. So what, 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 tell me a little bit, Jacqueline, what keeps you in, in this game? I mean, what keeps you moving forward in the profession?
1: You know, I love what I do. Um, every client is different. Every approach I'm literally solving problems every day. And that's, and, and all, also the instant gratification, even on the massage side and as well as the retail side, I'm providing a service that, is not necessarily provided here for women of color, as even men of color. You know, providing mm-hmm. hair care, ethnic hair care, skin care for people of color here in the area. We're we're just an underserved um, demographic, and I'm honored to be part of, um, you know, be part of something that's that's not the status quo here. You know.
0: <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. And speaking of here, how has here been treating you since you've been here? say that again I'm sorry. How has Oregon been treating you Jacqueline since you've been here, since it's here, you know?
1: Um, Actually pretty well. I I think that's why I I stuck around here. (laughs) I I don't think I would be any place where I didn't feel, um, you know, comfortable or, um, so I I will say I definitely my outlook on life is definitely different now. <laughs> I like the simplicity of Oregon. Um, right. I, I right. do, do love that aspect of it. Um, so it's, it's been treating me well. I can't complain at all.
0: Cool. Cool. What, tell me a little bit about the services you, you provide down there. That's your, your so
1: store. We're providing massage services. Um, we provide facial services, full body waxing, body treatments, Um, At this time, uh, hopefully, once we get on the other side of COVID, we can go back to hair services and nail services. So um, those are some of the things that we're offering now.
0: Cool, cool. Are you a part of any of the business networks or anything down there, Eugene, with your business?
1: um i am a part of there's a black professionals um network here um of course i was a part of uh, the chamber um, i've gone through the small business development center um their small business management program which is excellent I, I would highly recommend that to any new business owner or established business owner it was just an amazing um, program there at um link community college so if that was one of the best investments I've ever made, um, uh, since opening my business, so.
0: Wow. So you had alluded earlier, Jacqueline, that during the time of the pandemic, you seem your business seems to be doing okay. Mm-hmm. Is there any things that you could attribute that to?
1: Um, I will say in the beginning, I definitely set myself up, um, for, situations like this for hard times. I planned for it. Um, I always uh, made sure that, um, you know, extra cash flow on hand was was taken care of. Um, I also made sure that I had revolving revenue, so I have memberships here. Um, We definitely kind of adapted to the changing in times with curbside pickup and online um, purchases. So I think being able to put ourselves in a place where we don't always have to be hands on, um, we were still able to generate revenue even when we were forced to um, close our doors for two months. So. Wow,
0: wow, wow! Um, you know, since that all the years you've been in business, I mean, what if we had to share that with some other up and coming young black people in business, going into being an entrepreneur, that kind of stuff. What have you learned since you've been in business? Uh, What are some of the significant things that keep you motivated and driven on, on this track that you are right now? And, uh, and what are some of the things that you would share with those people looking to go into business for themselves?
1: One of the biggest things that I've had to learn is celebrate the smallest milestones. Um, when, if you get, um, I don't know a thousand dollar day, celebrate that milestone you know or if you get what whatever goal you set for yourself or whatever system you set up celebrate those those milestones celebrate those goals because that'll keep you kind of energized because it, it is definitely a marathon it's not a sprint
0: <laughs>
1: um, especially in my first two years you know I was waiting for that that silver lining and it, it it didn't get there. And um, I I will say year three, this is actually, 2020 is year three for us. And, um, you know, we had a historic first quarter and then we had to shut down. And so um, I think that kind of got me through um, a lot of things, just continue to celebrate those small milestones. Um, Another thing is to Quantitate everything. So make sure you're you're monitoring your where you need to improve at, uh, and <laughs> the only it. way you can do that—that's
0: <laughs> the track cover coming out of
1: you now. <laughs> you
0: know,
1: the only way you can see where you're lacking is some type of way to measure it. And so whether that's um, knowing what your break-even margins are, or you know, know knowing what um, what you need to make a day to to break even, or what what have you, you need to make sure everything is quantified so you you know how to improve or or what doesn't need to be improved and kind of move on and work on the things that that does so. I think a lot of businesses fail where they, they don't quantify and kind of measure things. So that's okay. two of the biggest things that I've definitely, um, I've learned. <laughs>
0: Uh, Coach, so since you and uh, Jacqueline in the wellness, I hope you don't mind me calling you coach because (laughs) it just rings in my head. This is real truth, you know. They they still call me coach,
1: Jacqueline. Yeah, I know (laughs) they do. (laughs) And,
0: and, you know, Sweetness, Al and all of them, they still my partners, you know. I still run with them, you know. So all them track cats, man, I was, you know, friends with most of them, you know. But when you shift into that, that long ball deal—it's a different kind of mentality. We become meat eaters. There, it's a little different. <laughs> so, but but um, in this climate, you know, in in light of your your background and wellness and all that, I mean, let's let's shift a little bit to that CV nineteen. What's your thoughts on it? On the on the COVID situation in the country right about now? What what do you think? Um. Well,
1: I mean, I, I definitely think. There's something there. I think this um, is <laughs> is a wake up call for a lot of things, um, uh, not just politically, but um, the the health of our country, um, our our lifestyles. Uh, we're people of color are disproportionately not surviving this, um, and so we need to figure out why. Um, we need to definitely take. A look at how we're living, um, what we're eating, um, you know, how we're working, Um, and that was one of the things that I had to do um, during my two months of of not being still, you know, being still. Um, I had to make a a few decisions and figure out, all right, is this healthy for me? Is this going to enrich my life or is it going to take away from it? So I think we just, we just need to um, definitely figure out a healthier lifestyle in totality. Um, And, and I think that's the biggest thing this whole COVID thing has unveiled (laughs) right now for
0: us. You lose any folks in your family, anybody, anybody close to you?
1: Yeah, I had, um, um i had a few people i had my brother-in-law's father passed from it and my sisters passed away from it so and i had yeah. a, a few family members who had it back in atlanta yeah. so yeah
0: yeah yeah me too um, my sisters, actually my son it was diagnosed with it just recently but he didn't he had he was non-symptomatic you know he just lost his taste buds and stuff like that but it's kind of scary i mean you know I, God, I've survived a lot of stuff over 60 years, girl. And I'll tell you, you know, I, something that got me like feeling like the boogeyman out there ain't normal for me. I, you know, <laughs> but I ain't gonna push my luck on this one. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I ain't trying to go there. Right. Hey, so did, um, so during the climate, did you have any opportunity to get any relief or was there a need for you to move into any of the, the COVID relief type of situations? And, and did you tap into the COVID relief uh, fund here in, in Oregon?
1: so yeah I, I actually did um because i i was unsure of what the business was going to do and um the future months to come um so i did apply for you know the i think there was an the economic disaster um really fun and then of course the um organ uh well, we cares care fund. That, so that,
0: right.
1: yeah i did um apply to both of those Um, unfortunately, uh, there was a lot of misinformation about the PPP. Um, they, I, I should have applied for that, but I, I missed that opportunity just because I didn't think I would be a good candidate for it. Um, but, um, and I think a lot of people of color, uh, missed that opportunity. Um, but you know, you live and you learn.
0: (laughs) But did you receive the CARES Act? I did. Um, Mm -hmm. and did that have any kind of help you at all
1: um of course any to be honest any additional funding is is helping us um right now i have a small business loan so i'm that's my focus my focus (laughs) is paying off that small business loan that's what i've been doing during (laughs) this (laughs) pandemic.
0: get it done get it done no um yeah you know that what did you think about how uh, the CARES Act came together for Black people, what was, yeah, because have you ever seen anything like that before, what they did? How they pulled that together for on, on behalf of Blacks in Oregon and, and were able to provide them with some type of support?
1: You know, I've never seen that. Um, I'm not even sure if they had that in, in, the, in a place like Atlanta or, you know, some of the urban cities and states and things of that nature who have larger populations for um, people of color, but um it you know I, I will say initially um i the process i was a little disappointed but then i also have a nonprofit, and we're actually um giving funds out to um you know people who've been affected by COVID. and so it going through that process myself it made me a little more empathetic to that process since it was a new fund and their system set in place and all of that stuff. So um, the way they did it, I'm totally fine with it. I think initially I just um, thought I would get a little more communication um, on things. But other than that, you know, I I was satisfied with it. I was satisfied with what I I got. Um, Like I said, anything that I receive, I'm I'm grateful for because, you know,
0: Great. Would you give a shout out? Would in that case, would you give a shout out to the Cares Cares Act of Oregon for for stepping up, or what, was it just a mediocre kind of a deal? What What was your thoughts?
1: Um, I I wouldn't say any anything that supports the business is not a uh, uh, black <laughs> business is not mediocre. I
0: this. Did you hear?
1: Nothing mediocre. You heard? About <laughs> having my best interest. Uh uh-huh. mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. No, I'm with you. So hey, you know Jacqueline yes, I I
1: give you a shout out. I appreciate right
0: you. On. <laughs> right I on, yes.
1: you and I hope we can continue this in the state of Oregon because it definitely helped me.
0: Yeah. Hey uh, Jacqueline I am so appreciative of you taking this time out with us this afternoon. You here? Yeah. Um and it and I you know I've been able to manage to somehow or another become a cornerstone or a pillar in Oregon for the years that I've been able to manage to survive here. But, you know, but even more so like yourself, you know, I've managed to do very well in Oregon. I, Mm -hmm. you know, and, you know, from everywhere from Jersey to Georgia, you know, my daddy buried down there in South Carolina, you know, Mm -hmm. in Porta Helena and uh, you know, that's where they all from. But, you know, people, we all live in Savannah, all my other people, you know, mama and both of them got married there. So all my family is still there. But I tell you, you know, it's always exciting seeing people who have that ability to forge ahead a path and an opportunity for themselves. And it takes it takes something real special, you know, sis. And and, and yeah, maybe it's schooling, maybe it's the the sports, the competitive realities that that something has given us an internal drive to want to achieve and to push beyond some of our limitations. But I am very, very happy that I, I did make this journey here. I'm glad that people like yourself have managed to come in here and make a place for themselves. And then Eugene is a real special kind of place. So I want you to know you on the cusp of some real special down there. You know, <laughs> it's, it's always so special coming through Eugene. They don't tell us what they might do down there, you know. <laughs> but to have sisters like you down there representing this kind of like, you know, that's the key.
1: We implemented um, uh COVID protocol, so of course, everyone is required to wear face masks even during all services um, except uh, the facials of course Um, and then we've um, we've staggered our appointments so there's 30 minutes um, in between appointment times so that's less in-person contact Um, you you won't really run into another client so typically you'll be the only person um, in the spa at this time. Um, Of course, our beverage and snack stations, we've closed that just to um, um, reduce any type of um, contaminations or anything like that. And then um, we have hand sanitizers um, throughout the spa. Uh, We're, of course, cleaning our massage tables and any equipment that's been used, um, which is why we have the extended time in between clients to for extra um, sanitizing and extra time for for the sanitizing, um, things of that nature. So uh, we've definitely put a lot of things in place. Um, We're constantly cleaning. (laughs) Uh, We're constantly cleaning door handles and um, anything, any client's touch, as well as our uh, massage therapists and other practitioners. Uh, We're also doing temperature checks uh, for every client and every practitioner that comes through the door, so anyone with temperatures over that 100.3 um, is not permitted into the spa. So those are um, quite a few things that we're doing to kind of implement the, the COVID-19 protocol to keep everyone in the spa healthy.
2: Um, you know what, um, Jacqueline, this thought was coming to me too, because I know you got a circle over there. I think in fact, you were referred to us by one of your circle of uh, girlfriends. Uh, Barbara Marbury over at... Um, yeah,
0: Liz Marbury, yeah.
2: Yeah, and yeah. so I think um, she told me that you guys kind of get together as a group of support women, supporting women, um, and, um, but, you know, I you know, John and I are in business and doing business during this COVID, it can be like extra, right? How do you, how do you get through anything that feels too heavy, right? Have you had some emotional lows or have you had some you know i i kind of heard you said that there was this um peace be still kind of in the moment and you appreciated that but you know how are you weathering some of the emotional parts of navigating business during this time
1: well i will say 2020 has definitely been an emotional year
2: <laughs>
0: um <laughs> you not <think>?
1: only just <laughs> <You're>... <laughs> <laughs> You know, I've definitely dealt with, of course, I, I've told you the business part of things that was, um, you know, just troubling, just the unknown, not knowing. Um, that's always just unsettling, especially not knowing if you'll be able to, when you'll be able to open. Um, but then, you know, I, I definitely had some personal things. My mom passed uh, in August. And so there there was just a lot of emotional um, things going on. And... One of the things that has helped me definitely um, was our women's group, but also too, um, I've, I've learned how to practice gratitude because even though there's been some terrible things going on, you know, around me, there's been some great things going on around me. And that's kind of where that, that milestone um, that that gift of celebrating those milestones come in. um, That's just another form of practicing gratitude to never take anything for granted because it's not promised. So gratitude has definitely gotten me through through 2020 for sure.
0: So (laughs) do you, go ahead. (laughs) ahead. No, do you have a, do you believe that there is a, that you have a spiritual practice that is supporting your your ability to, to persevere and continue to move forward or is it just something you just take lightly?
1: Um I, I definitely have a spiritual um practice. I think too um a lot of times we have to find peace within. <laughs> and so um I, I think um, and, and staying grounded to just getting back to nature and, and the earth and all of that good stuff. I, I definitely think that that's um, a part of just right. having a sense of peace. So yeah. that's definitely what, what's
0: helping No fun. she appears to me like when most, when I do most, a lot of the celebrity interviews types, so, you know, there's three questions, even when I'm publishing the magazine, there's usually three questions that I like to ask them, you know? Um, and it's, it's just along the lines of a spiritual practice. <laughs> and I, and I usually ask them the three questions that the, the Buddhist generally ask people, um, and those questions, one is to speak to me about love, to speak to me about death and to speak to me about life. When I ask you those questions, I want you to give me an instant response, a response that you would have and uh, to relate to that question, okay, or to that statement. When I say, speak to me about life. When I say, speak to me about life, what comes to your mind?
1: I have one word that speaks to all three of them, and that's peace.
0: <laughs> Tell me more. Yeah. yeah.
1: I mean. That's good. Um, so, so to live a happy life, I think you have to have peace to move on um, from death or to be, um, you know, to get through that, you have to find some type of peace with it, you know? Um, and then what was the third one you said?
0: Peace, love. Life. about life in the spirit. Uh,
1: love.
0: Love. love. Yeah, love was the other one. <laughs> <laughs> you
2: that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's self-explanatory right
0: there. <laughs> well, I, mean, you know, you know, I love everybody. You know, you know, but maybe I should, but you know, that, that thought originally comes to my head. I always think about my sisters and brothers back in Jersey. You know, they'd be talking about, boy, I, don't, I just can't stand him. <laughs> you know, something like that. But when you say, yeah, yeah, when love is self-explanatory, what do you, can you tell me more about that?
1: Well, I mean, just, I, I think all of that comes kind of, c- comes from self. Um, I think I have love from everyone, for, for everyone, hmm. but just because I love you doesn't mean I have to deal with you being your space. Hmm. I am maintaining my peace and I'm approaching you from a peaceful standpoint. Wow. So if you don't, if, if that's not what you're, trying to put out there or if that's not what you're about i can love you from afar
0: so I, think, and
1: I, I think that's just where i am i don't know if it's because i'm in my 40s and i feel like i'm in a different <laughs> uh space or what but I, I i think peace has just been the word of the decade for me right now
0: well, so. yeah that's
2: a good one I agree that's a man that and it does it's spot on it fits all three um so there's a a lot of conversation going on, Jacqueline about you know getting back to quote unquote normal and yet you know there's certain segments of the population that said you know there's some things about the normal behaviors that you know we don't want to revisit, but for you um what what does recalibrating back to center look like uh, in 2021 as a business owner and as a, you know, just sort of an individual, you know, surfing through this life.
1: You know, what's interesting, I've actually been contemplating that and I don't know if we will even be back to a so-called normal um, in 2021, um, the way the numbers are looking, but, um You know, I think there's always going to be um, a maybe um, some type of, um, I don't know, a a residue of us just making sure that we're staying, um, you know, protected. I think this is probably probably going to linger for a couple of years so we're always going to have to be conscious of um all the the extended sanitation protocols and things of that nature and so um i i i i i am planning to keep what we have in place um, for, throughout 2021 you know i I don't see us getting out of this
2: in the next year it's been just such a pleasure to to learn more about um uh, the j spa so what are the hours jacqueline where can uh how do we connect with you all
1: Um, So we're on uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at The J Spa Eugene, as well as um, you can find us at thejspa.com and schedule any appointments online or learn about any of the services that we actually provide. Um, Our store hours, uh, we're open Monday, Thursday, Friday from 10 to 7 p.m. We're open Tuesday from 10 to 6 as well as Saturday, ten to five
2: PM. So Okay. And we can can we get like gift certificates online? It is the season of giving. Should we
1: <laughs> it is the season of giving. Um gift certificates actually are on sale twenty percent off for the holiday season now through uh Christmas. So go ahead nice. and all right. so fine,
0: you can give your boss a, a Oh we hit that the Miss J, again, uh, you know, the J-spy is on our mind. We do appreciate you coming out and giving us this time. You know, Jacqueline, and again, as I said before, anything that we can do with you, we'll do for you, and we'll be more than delighted to walk alongside of you. Uh, This concludes this chapter of the podcast, Black Beat, and we certainly hope you enjoy yourself after you've listened to this conversation. And again, we thank you very much.